The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. I want an Easter egg. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and more bots on Twitter. Imagine that. Imagine that. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we catch up on the news, and I have a very quick, hopefully helpful hint for those listeners who live within range of one Metropolitan Transit Authority. Hmm, that would be the New York uh, Tri-State yes, area. Yes, the Tri-State area, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is a hyper-local hyper edition yes, of uh, Pop Yes, but, but for people who maybe don't live here, yeah. uh, it's, it's it, helpful could also, anyway. it could also work, you know, with your local system. If you're going to visit, if you're on vacation, if you're going to do the tourist thing, you got to come in. There's only one real way to get around New York, despite what people tell you and what the movies say, it's yeah. the subway system. Yeah, it's not carriage horse. It's uh, not those pedal cabs. It's not taxis either. You'll be stuck in traffic for hours. Yeah, and they have those fees are very expensive. Oh, yeah. And the Ubers, you know, I, I've seen more inexperienced Uber drivers trying to navigate New York and just, like, honking off the cab driver yeah. in like nobody's business. Absolutely. And, and, and yes. then, you know, and a yellow cab starts at, like, five bucks now or something like that. And it's kind of crazy. No more. You close that door and it's like, ba-ching, wait, what happened? Normally, at this part, I would say, and first, some news, news. But we had some, some entertainment things that happened this weekend that I know we wanted to talk about. Game of Thrones is on. Yes. Right? Game of Thrones is back. Yes. It's got an abbreviated season, whatever. It's season seven, I think well, it is Well, they've now. chopped it up weirdly, and you, it's hey, so well, far down the road because there's no book support material no. for you. Like, it's all fresh stuff. Yeah. My theory is that the guys who are writing the series are going to end up finishing up the book series. Mr. Martin doesn't seem to have met yeah, his deadlines. Like, yeah, exactly. He, he, he cashed in and he's like, he's on a beach somewhere. He's living know. the glory. So, so you were one of the millions and millions of people watching this on Sunday night? No, because this is what I do. I binge watch. Ah. What I like to stack do, them up. I stack them up. I like to save episodes and savor them, watch them all in a row, and then rewatch them all in a row. Yes. Right? Because you don't want to miss anything. Exactly. I'm doing that right now with American Gods, mm -hmm. which I'll talk to you about in a minute. But what's driving me crazy are spoilers. Oh, yeah. Spoilers, People... sweetie. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have actually had create mute filters on Twitter. Just to take anything Just GOT out of the... Anything that has even remotely to do with Game of Thrones. Hashtags, character names. I'm muting the heck out of it. Now, is this people who are so excited they're inadvertently spoiling? Yeah, or they're, they're inadvertently viciously spoiling, spoiling to or they, ruin you know, your They'll fun. say something like, I can't believe so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're in the heat. They're doing that second screen thing and they're yeah, like super yeah, they, excited. They, they... People, I haven't watched the thing yet. Come did, on. Did you stay off Twitter altogether or you just have like one list and it's all like well, recipes the, or something? Well, or? no, no, no. I, I, like I said, I've been actually <laughs> literally going through and muting certain hashtags and certain words um, using their new feature where, you know, yeah. lets you do that. I'm also trying not to go through my timeline. I'll post stuff. Yeah. But I'll be very careful. Yeah, because you don't want to go back and accidentally trip Absolutely. over some nugget of wisdom. That exactly. The beauty of it is, though, that this is an abbreviated Game of Thrones season. I think there's only seven episodes. Oh, okay. So, so less to dodge. Less to dodge. Ready. But American Gods, have you seen this? I've seen a little bit of it. I was a huge fan of the book. It's, I think, my favorite Neil Gaiman book um, ever. Me too. By yeah. far, one of the best books I've read ever. Yes. And so I mean, you were clearly farther along on American Gods than I am, uh, TV-wise. Uh, your review. This is on Stars, right? It's on Stars. And it, it was really good. 
kind of freaked me out. They have all this bloody stuff and the blood looks so fake. It looks like Gatorade flying around. You know, that, that yeah. kind of took me out of it a little bit. But then I realized, yeah, it's a, it's it's, yeah, it's fantasy. It's, yeah, it's, right. it's a show about deities among us. Yeah, so. and, you know, people coming back from the dead and blah, blah, blah. And then Crispin Glover made the scene in like <laughs> episode. Crispin Glover. The dude is nuts. He's, I mean, just ab- he's, you could tell this guy's not acting. You know, you know what like I mean? This, this is, he did, they just wheel him out and he does his scene. And- he is reading his lines. I personally think he's reading, and of course, I've never met Crispin Gover before, but he seems to me like he's reading his lines and he thinks he's doing Shakespeare. <laughs> but well, scary as all get out. He plays Mr. World. Yeah. And they sort of combined, you know, they've done, they've taken a couple of liberties with the story. Yeah, TV, I you gotta spoil, adapt you know. a little bit. But overall, it's very true to the book in a lot of ways. The characters, the actors they picked are perfect. I mean, Ian McShane oh. as Mr. Wednesday, yeah. just absolutely. And the guy, I don't know the actor's name who's playing Shadow Moon, but I really think he's a, a, good new, a relative newcomer. Right? I think it was on the show The 100, okay. oh, which that, uh, I never watched. Yeah. But really, really enjoying yeah, American I don't think Guts. I've seen Crispin Glover since the first Charlie's Angels, where I think his part was Creepy Thin Man, and yeah, they even called him that yeah, at some point. So yeah, yeah. No, I guess I he's think typecast. He's done. He does very selective stuff. He was on another TV show. He may have been on American Horror Story recently. You think he just has like a lot of residuals from that and Back to the Future? Oh, Back to the coast. Future. I mean, he could have coasted on Back to the Future, but I just, he blew me away. When he came on the scene, and Gillian Anderson's in the show. All right. Oh, so she plays media. Uh-huh. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, read the book. Yeah, it's an excellent book. Fantastic. Just a really damn good show. Binge-worthy show. And you have the T-shirt, or rather the font for the T-shirt that's very close to what my next uh, binge-worthy show will be, which is oh. Stranger Things. Oh, yes. And that one's only eight episodes, so you can do that in like a you know, day and a half. In an afternoon. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> Yeah, just get your popcorn and your raisinets and then sit down. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. And uh, one more pop culture note, that announcement after Wimbledon uh, there on Sunday, the 13th Doctor. Wow. Wow. I can't believe. You heard equal shrieks around the world. Well, personally, I can't believe as a man. I'm completely miffed that they decided to pick a woman because obviously how could a doctor – be a woman. Mm-hmm. This is crazy talk. Mm-hmm. This is craziness. This is. I, I think I mean, it was the Merriam-Webster dictionary that tweeted, "Doctor has no gender in English." You know what I want? I want the next doctor to be a gay Afro-Latino. That would that really would piss fun. people off. That would really that would rock the TARDIS, awesome. too. I would love that. For those of you out there who maybe missed this announcement, Jodie Whittaker uh, from Broadchurch is going to play the 13th Doctor. Yes, um, yes, indeed. They announced this over the weekend. She's succeeding Peter Capaldi, uh, right. who is stepping down after, what, three seasons? Yeah, I was kind of meh about Peter. I mean, I like him as an actor, but, you know, it, it, it just didn't. Yeah, I think didn't... coming after Matt Smith, too, was yeah, a very was hard, hard act to follow. Yeah. But the typical... Reaction on Twitter, as you can imagine, a lot of men who were very threatened by this character being portrayed as a woman, even though it, you know, the character itself regenerates every so often. Right. And they've had, uh, like Missy, the, the time, I don't want to spoil, but, you know, they've had female. Right. Missy is the master. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense storyline-wise. Yes, and they've had a change in showrunner, and so exactly. there's fresh blood coming in. Exactly. Uh, Stephen Moffat's moving on. So I'm very excited to, to I see am this. Too. Um, I think it's great. Yeah, and it gives them kind of some new storylines to work with. Absolutely. Very interesting storylines, too. Let's just hope they don't decide to give her like a a sonic lipstick thing or something stupid like that. Yeah, I think every girl nerd out there would probably have something to say. But uh, Seriously, and you know, for the guys who are complaining, this is my personal message to you. You're all Mm a-holes, okay? Yeah. Clean tag. Mm -hmm. We stayed within the clean tag. Yes, you did. You didn't even have to bleep yourself. A-holes. That's Mm -hmm. all I'm saying. Anyway. 
All right. Well, let's have some news. News. It seems a lot of people did the old uh, Netflix and chill these past few months. <laughs> really? Now? Yes. Uh, more on the Netflix. Uh, oh, I'm not going to speak go. for the chill. Yeah, uh, not for the chilling. Yes. But the streaming service reported that it exceeded expectations and added 5.2 million subscribers during the second quarter this year. Perhaps new people fleeing from reality uh, into new seasons of House of Cards yeah. and Orange is the New Black. Those both came back with new seasons. Uh, there was also a new show called Glow about 20th century lady wrestlers. That's right. I, I used to watch Glow back when it was uh, yeah. actually on TV. And that one got a lot of good buzz. Yeah, and Mark Maron's in that, Podcaster Supreme. Yeah, uh, Alison Brie, who yes. we loved oh, in yeah. uh, Mad Men. So, in anything she does. Yeah, yeah Trudy, she was a Community. Trudy Campbell, loved her. Oh, yeah. So Netflix has some very compelling programming. I think people, the more people hear, and I think House of Cards had a lot driving too because they, they yeah. did some very good marketing. House uh, of Cards, people are crapping all over the show now, but that was the show that made its mark on Netflix. Yeah, that kicked and off made them original streaming programming. It made them a player. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they had that one thing, Lilyhammer, which was like, Bleh, but yeah. House of Cards really took it over. Yeah, and then now they've got new shows left and right. They sure so, uh, and, and Stranger Things, which you're going to binge uh, I soon. Indeed. I believe that's coming back around Halloween. Yes, so perfect So we have to wait a little bit longer for that. Yes. So so a lot of, of Netflix subscribers, I think they have 104 million total now. So obviously doing quite well in the— Yeah, uh, they're not hurting. Yeah. What is Reed? Reed is his uh, Reed name? Reed Hastings, yeah. yes. I don't think he's hurting. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know, I don't, I don't think they're missing that mail order uh, DVD business no, too much there, which no. I think they still get some money from, but primarily streaming. You can get Netflix on pretty much any device that does video streaming these days. Yeah, I've talked about it on the show, too. The beauty of, of Netflix now is that they are very smartly providing such good original content, they don't really need to worry about whether or not they have, you know, yeah. all 20 years of CSI or whatever. Yeah. You know, that's smart business. Becoming an, a new channel all their own. Yes, indeed. Moving on, uh, Amazon, believe it or not, is uh, looking for new and fresh ways to make more money. <laughs> According to reports earlier this week, the Uber Mega Everything store has been testing its own meal kit delivery service in some of its uh, Amazon Prime member yes, neighborhoods there. That, yeah. uh, Amazon has even registered the trademark, We Do the Prep, You Be the Chef. Yeah, for the, yeah, yeah. maybe needs a little, little I think work it needs there. its week, yeah. And it's been a very, I guess, small test of it. But even with just the speculation of Amazon thundering into the prepackaged fresh dinner in a box business sent uh, Blue Apron stock uh, oh. kind of down a little yeah, bit there. Yeah, kind of down. Oof. And yeah, and then and some of the other prep services. So, And it kind of makes you wonder, well, was the Whole Foods acquisition, was that maybe part of this whole I think Amazon's right. like putting the pieces together? I, th- I smell what you're cooking there. Yeah, so and, and it's not, not in the box either not in the box. Uh, on the, the, your doorstep there. No, yes, it's uh, the company also launched. Amazon Spark this week, which is sort of like the opt-in product discovery social feed if Pinterest and Instagram hooked up and had a baby, and then that was the social feed. And it's all there where, where you post your shopping interests and people look right. at it. And, of yeah. course, oh, if you like this, you can just happen to buy this thing on Amazon. I'm and not sure I'm going to join that. Feeding a, a loop there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, have you seen pictures of Jeff Bezos? He looks jacked like he's, like, you know, ready to, like, go into the MMA ring. I, I have not seen him lately. Yeah, uh, there's some sort of like super rich like get together in the mountains. You know, like rich people get together in the mountains. Oh yeah, all the there's time, that thing they do in Idaho and yeah, all the tech yeah, they guys do something in some like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and he's walking around in short sleeves. I mean, I remember he was a schlub like the rest of us. Now he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. Wow, it's crazy. He must have ordered some gym equipment from yeah, Amazon I, or something. <laughs> I think so. I think yes. so. Well, I'm glad he's you know, taking care of his health. And Amazon, I guess they don't have to worry about that because they seem to be busy doing all kinds of things. Yeah, uh, they're doing all right. 
anyone who is inclined to join Spark, uh, I guess you do that through the Amazon mobile app right now mm. to share your shopping interest. I don't see me doing it either. Uh, no. Nobody needs to know what I buy online. Speaking of Amazon, HTC is adding an Alexa app to its HTC U11 phones here in the U.S. Uh, this is for Android owners who want answers and uh, want to order stuff from Amazon. Maybe they're not so much with Google Assistant. They want to go to interesting. Alexa. Interesting. That's actually very interesting. Yeah, so, and I guess you just have to say Alexa, and, and she pops up just like she would on an Echo speaker. Mm-hmm. The HTC Alexa app for the HTC U11 can be downloaded now in the Google Play Store for people who have that model of phone. Right, there you go. Moving on to uh, more crime-related stuff. Uh, before we move on, you know what the biggest thing now at uh, Casa Kaiser is for Alexa? No. We what? have her tell us Star Wars jokes. <gasps> She's got Star Wars jokes. She, got, she has tons of Star Wars jokes. I and see. Star Trek jokes. I see. So, so this can perhaps entertain a mm-hmm. certain contingent of the household for hours on end. It has been. I see. Yes, thank you. Wow, babysitting services Thank free. you, Alexa. You, you got to wonder if one of the programmers on that is maybe a parent. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. So, uh, well, congratulations on that. Thank um, you. And now Twitter dumped about 90,000 fake accounts last week uh, that all seemed to be part of a um, massive porn spam botnet. Whoa. Yikes. It would be a good name for a band, Massive Porn Spam oh, Botnet. Seriously. The Baltimore-based security company called Zero Fox that discovered the infestation named the botnet Siren. And also found it was tied to a similar email spam botnet that security researcher Brian Krebs had also discovered. Mm-hmm. Now, the Twitter operation uh, seems to have originated in Eastern Europe. Nothing ever happens over yeah, there. of course but, not. But then it automatically created fake accounts with female names and sexy profile photos. Really? To follow unsuspecting users and then engage them uh, with canned pickup lines. And when they responded, there were links in there and it maybe took them to an adult site or a very suspicious type of dating site. It makes me sad that people can't see how fake that is. Yeah. It's like, the, folks, come on. Nobody's going to just randomly. If, no, and, no hottie from Eastern Europe is just going to randomly send you a text. Yes. And I, I saw screenshots of some of the the come hither lines mm-hmm. and and the uh, english was clearly not the yeah. uh, original language nice. uh, there too nice. but uh, maybe that added to the appeal maybe i should have alexa read them that should be funny oh yeah and just make sure uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the young boomsters not yeah, right exactly yes. there we go yes so twitter's been busy there so anyone out there who you know maybe some of your followers went away yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's just very easy i've got a ton of bots that they oh, just automatically here. latch on and same you think here. oh i've got all these followers and i'm like oh look they're all bots exactly the United Kingdom. I know them. Yes, uh, they, a country that's got a lot on its plate as well. Uh, they plan to make it harder for the underage to look at pornography online. Mm-hmm. Right. As part of its campaign to make the Internet safer for children, the British government is making a law that requires websites to add age verification controls by April of 2018. And don't think it'll be like those liquor company websites over here in the States where you just, like, make up a date and, yeah, and you go exactly. in and you look at the pictures of the whiskey. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, yeah. they're not going to make it that easy. Uh, industry watchers are expecting the government to force users to supply credit card numbers before they can enter adult websites. Apparently, they always have to do this for gambling sites. Mm-hmm. So it's a way to screen out. Yes. Uh, odds are your preteen is not going to have a credit card. Right, uh, exactly. And parents, you know, make sure you know where yours are at. Good point. UK is all over it. I, I, I saw a story on the BBC this week, too, where they have an advertising council, and I think Unilever is, is big on it. Mm-hmm. But they are trying to squash out gender stereotyping in advertisements, too. So you cool. can't just have, like, the mom being ditzy and having to clean up the house. Well, the guy says, you know, they're like, no, we need to get rid of these stereotypes. Mm-hmm. They are not doing anyone any good. 
And so they're promoting advertising that has uh, equality and parity. And, nice. and it's like, yay. Kind of dig that. Yeah. Can, can we get that over here, please? I doubt it. Yeah, no. It's not going to happen. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the progressive commercials have just forced me to mute everything anyway because <laughs> they're always on every commercial break. And, <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched an ad in a while. Moving on, uh, Microsoft continues to try and get users to pay attention to its LinkedIn professional networking service. Hmm. The company released a new Windows 10 LinkedIn desktop app for those who uh, just don't feel that the LinkedIn web browser experience was fulfilling enough. Really? I look in there every once in a while, but I guess maybe people who are networking and they've got big communities or Mm -hmm. looking for a job. They're looking for a a job, yeah. Maybe maybe this could be a a more convenient way to uh, manage your professional life. Maybe. Google Maps has begun to add a time travel graphic, excuse me, a travel time. Oh, (laughs) yes. Yes, kind of inverted that there. A travel time graphic, uh, two directions, so you can see when your route will get busy and maybe you'll have more people in your way. So if you have the opportunity to change your travel time, maybe you should do that so you're not stuck in traffic. Uh, That's pretty useful. And I think it's the bar chart that they do Mm -hmm. when you look up a restaurant and says, oh, this coffee shop is really busy at 9 in the morning, but if you go here, it's less. Nice. So so they're they're helping out there at the Google. My pants are vibrating, just so you know. Is that natural? Uh, it's the phone. Okay. It's the phone. Apparently, both phones have gone off. So, And and you're just sitting there so placidly. I just don't want to know. I just you know? don't want to know. It can't be good when both phones are ringing. It's like a gentle massage. <laughs> not so gentle. No, oh, really? Not so gentle. You've got the really... Uh, <clears throat> that's what I'm getting. All right. Well, yeah. um, we'll we only have a couple more news items, so awesome. if you need to uh, stop vibrating... Uh, I'll, we'll, I'll do it during the break. Yes. Sightings of the new Atari Box game console are popping up on the blogs this week, and the new retro look uh, thing will look like an NES classic, apparently. Remember we mm-hmm. talked about that commercial yeah. where they showed the sort of fine-ribbed wood grain, brought us all back to those memories of the Atari 2600. They're, they're moving closer to releasing it. The Atari Box will feature old and new games and be housed in that uh, classic wood console, except this version has an SD card if you needed to have more memory, HDMI port, and four USB ports. Are you at all intrigued as an old Atari veteran here? I I am intrigued. I am intrigued. Yeah. But, I mean, if it's just going to be where I can only play the old games. (laughs) Yeah, well, they say they're going to have some new content. I don't know. Yeah, but I want to see the content first. Yeah. Just make sure you're not locked into, like, eight games. and. Yeah, I just don't want to buy, like, the old games again. Play Pong there for five five months, and they release two games, and then it's like, oh, we're out. All right, well, we'll keep an eye on that one. Yes, indeed. And finally. And finally. Google Glass seems to have found a new calling in the corporate and enterprise world. Oh no, are the are the glass holes back? Well, they they are, but they're in a more contained area. They're oh, okay. not uh, loose in the wild. Nice. Uh, a post on Google's Project X blog this week explains just how the high-tech augmented reality eyewear is being used now. Uh, for example, in Cincinnati, some mechanics at GE Aviation are wearing Google Glass uh, paired with specialized videos and other instructional material content. So while they are fixing airplane engines, they don't have to go to a computer to see, to look something up or whatever. They mm-hmm. can just, like, have the glass do it so they don't have to, you know, detach from the engine and do all that. Nice. So they're incorporating it into very hands-on, specialized uh, jobs here where maybe you need to have a video library at your fingertips, but you can't really get to it. So they put it on the Google Glass. And Facebook, you know, they can get to Facebook while they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't right? know if they're posting to Facebook. Oh, okay. But, they can, but you know, like say they're, they're deep into the airplane engine and, gotcha, and gotcha. like, hey, Google Glass, I need to see where this piston goes or whatever. Right, I'm just right. making this up because I'm not an airplane mechanic. But, yeah, there you go. But they, uh, they're we do, doing— We do happen to know 
an airplane yes, we, mechanic. Yes, a former uh, ho- host of the show <laughs> yes. is now an airplane mechanic. Yes, Hi, Bettina. So uh, they, uh, they're using it there. Google reports that more than 50 businesses, uh, including DHL, Dignity Health, NSF International, Sutter Health, Boeing, and Volkswagen, are using Google Glass in their own uh, customized software kind of way hmm. for things that they've got in the enterprise space. So, And I believe when Laura Holson was on this show, she yeah. said that uh, medical people like yes. Google Glass too for Absolutely. certain things. Absolutely. So it's finding its place. Just It's not just the home thing that maybe Google thought it was going to be. It's like very specialized uh, business applications. Right. And people are finding uh, use for it there. So um, I guess it just wasn't ready for prime time with uh, the mom and pops. There you go. But uh, I guess a happy ending of sorts uh, for Google Glass uh, for that version. So uh, for anyone out there who would like uh, links to all the stories we talked about in today's news segment, you can go on the web and find them at poptechgm.com. Very nice. And uh, up next, we're going to have a a very quick, hopefully helpful hint about a kind of local problem here. J.D. Pedro. Do you ride the trains? I do. Subways, right? Yes, the subways, the underground railroad, yes. You know, Amtrak is repairing Penn Station. Yes. And they, they like, took four tracks out of commission. Which is a huge amount of tracks right. for such a densely traveled part of the country. Because, you know, you got New Jersey Transit going in there. You got uh, LIRR going in there. You got subways trains going in there. You got Amtrak going in there. It's like the most heavily traveled train station in the country. Yes, the, the, it's probably the main artery of the Northeast Quarter, That's, one might say. One might say. And because of this repair, they've dubbed this the summer of hell Ooh. in New York for folks going into Long Island. And not Road. for the weather for not once. For the but you know what's happened? That summer of hell has kind of spilled over to the MTA, to the uh-huh. subways in yes. New York. Because I cannot remember a time where getting to Midtown Manhattan was so difficult really? in the subway. Track fires, that mysterious, you know, uh, because of a police activity. Yeah, sick passenger. Sick passenger, train, what is it, the, the signal malfunction? Yeah, signal failures. Right, signal failures. Earlier this week. Yes, earlier this week. There was a horrendous, where like literally every train line was affected by a problem. There were pictures of, like, people standing around, like, nine deep on, you know. Yeah, it looked like they were all hiding in there because there was bombing going on or something during the war. It's crazy. This is insane. This is insane. I don't know what to do. The uh, New York City metropolitan infrastructure is a little aged, uh, we must say. I think the subway system has been in need of repair for a while. And And for folks who don't understand, even in New York... The New York City mayor is not responsible for it. It's the governor. Yeah, it's yeah, the it's, it's a state thing. And yeah, I believe state. the uh, publication the New York Times even did mm-hmm. a large interactive graphic about how mm-hmm. bad subway service has gotten. And yes, there's it's a lot bad. of wear and tear on the hardware. They've also had a huge increase in ridership, yep. and it really can't accommodate the huge amount of people that want to get on there. And the more right. people you have on there, somebody's going to cause train delays. Once the trains start getting delayed, then things mm-hmm. just build up. 
So it's been a very, very rough summer. It but, has been. Uh, summer of hell. Yes, summer of hell. But but the, the little mini hint here that we have for anyone who lives in this area yeah. is um, know before you go. Oh, I like that. The uh, MTA, the as much as they're cursed uh, yeah. Metropolitan Transit Authority. Yes, they have a very long page of apps on their official website really? that has all sorts of little train schedule things and... For all the various lines, just little ad- advisories that you mm-hmm, can get. Mm-hmm. You can sign up for alerts so that if your train line is having some kind of catastrophic failure that day and you're on your way out the door, maybe you hear that and you figure out another way to get to work instead of being stuck underground for two hours, which has happened to nice. some people. Me um, included, yes. Yes, the, and the, the train says they're trying, they're, they're putting up a lot of electronic billboards now. So if yeah. you're in a station, you can look and see, oh, something's going on because mm-hmm. there hasn't been a train in mm-hmm. 20 minutes and here's this thing telling me that everything's delayed. But if you know before you actually swipe your card and go down the stairs. You got options. Yeah, maybe you get a bus or right? maybe. You take a yellow cab, you take a green cab. Yeah, you, you find some other way to get there so that you are not, by I the like time this. you get to the office three hours late, you are not, you know, shaking with rage and have to go home. So. JD, I'm digging this. I'm digging yes. this a lot. So, so for all of our uh, uh, New York City area listeners, mm-hmm. uh, we will post a link to the MTA's page. And I, I think we've talked about their apps before, but this yeah. is just a little reminder, reminder to maybe go look at it. I think you can also get uh, subway alerts from Google right. if you just uh, Google the line. Uh, but for anyone out there who lives in a area where there's mass transit, your uh, train station, like even West Coast Trains, will probably have some kind of information page, if not an app of their own, so that if you rely on this for your commuting, maybe you look on there just to see if you're going to be at the mercy of your transit gods. Safe bet the big cities will have, uh, big city transit authorities will have this. Yeah, uh, yeah, your Boston, your Washington, your Chicago. Yeah, Philadelphia's. Yeah, go go check it out. uh, And hey, you know what? Like I said at the top of the show. People coming in, tourists. Yeah, you know. Yeah, if you're coming to New York to visit, sure, uh, August would too. not be the month we would recommend here, yeah, uh, just because not. of the heat and the smell. But yes. if you happen to be coming in because it's a really good time to travel <laughs> and you want to experience the excitement of the New York City subway system, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? New York really smells in August. I'm sorry. It's yeah, traditionally. it's a bit of a funk. Too, yeah, but, yeah. Oof. But uh, but if you're coming here to visit, yeah, definitely uh, get one of these apps ahead of time. Plus, yeah. you will have a map on your phone, so you don't have to kind of stand out and look at the the, the map thing where maybe someone's like, "Ah, oh, you're a tourist," you know, you can look yeah. discreetly on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because the worst thing you can do, tourists out there who come to New York, if you're on the subway and somebody's sitting, at, if a New Yorker is sitting in the seat where the map is behind them. Don't go well up in their face. Yeah. Really. It's just a risk. You break that bubble, that yeah. personal bubble, you're going to get yelled at. I'm yeah. sorry, folks. You just Yeah, New get Yorkers don't at. have any space anyway, and they get very testy exactly. if you encroach exactly. And don't them. look us in the eye. Don't yes. look us in the eyes on the subway. Yeah. You know? Yeah, don't we don't do like that. that. We don't like that. Yeah. So uh, so we will post a link to the MTA's uh, mm-hmm. page of alerts and their apps. Right. Uh, and everyone out there, uh, if you are transiting, uh, we hope your summer of hell is not going yeah. too badly. <sighs> yeah. But uh, but so so that's our little hint. But I guess we got to go now too. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Not on the train, but not just on the train, out of the no. studio. Definitely not. Definitely not. And we're back. We we had to take an extra week because of stuff. Yeah. Because of things. Yeah. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. But we should thank the bros. Yes. Thank you, bros. Built by bros. 
come build something with the bros. If you think it, they'll build it. Yes, and thank you, listeners, uh, yes, thank all you. of you out there who uh, patiently wait for us each week or uh, just happen to notice us in your download feed. We thank you for listening. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And so until the next time when we're back with more tech news and uh, some pop culture and some jamming, uh, <laughs> I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Everyone have a safe summer of hell. <laughs> Um...